0: Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you are about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. Turn in your Bible, if you will, with me this morning to 2 Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1. Glory to God. Man, I pray you, I'm telling you right, I'm stirred in the Spirit. I believe what the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you today. Let it get on the inside, let it get on the inside of you. Renew your mind. Begin to embrace the promises of God. When you embrace the love of God, you have to embrace the promises of God. When you embrace God, we need to embrace his promises fully. Fully embrace the promises of God. Are you in Second Peter chapter 1? Let's read verse 1. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us, through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, the Holy Spirit, I believe, is going to call and is calling us into a higher place. Let's read verse 2. It says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Do you see that? Keep that up on the screen, please, that second verse there. Grace and peace be multiplied to you Through or in the knowledge of God. How is grace and peace multiplied? Through the knowledge of God. So you know what that means? Some participation is required. Participation is required of the believer. How is grace and peace multiplied to you? Through the knowledge of God. So that means you're going to have to hear the word. You're going to have to receive it. You're going to have to embrace it. You're going to have to embrace what God has done for you in Christ then you have to embrace that you are changing into that image. You'll have to embrace it into your mind, in your conversations, in your lifestyle. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, I shortened that up a bit, but I want you to understand that you're being changed, and and it's through the knowledge of God. As you begin to grab a hold and you begin to understand what God has done for you, the Bible says grace and peace will be multiplied to you. If you receive, this is how you receive. If you receive that knowledge, you'll receive that multiplication. Look in verse 3. According as his divine power has given unto us all things. I'm going to reread that. The Bible says, as his divine power, that's not natural power, that's not man-made understanding and power, that's supernatural, divine power, has, the word has there means past tense, It's verse 3, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, says, has, that's past tense, past tense, has given unto us. You see that? Has given unto us all things. He's given unto us all things. You see that? I want to just. I want that to sit in you just for a little bit. I want you to just look at that just for a moment. See, Ephesians one three also says he has blessed us with every. Here you see that according to his divine power, this grace and peace that's being multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, that through that he has given us all things. You know, some people may say, well, if God wanted me to have it, he would have given it to me. Truth is, he has. He has given it to you. Now, we don't want to reject knowledge. Oftentimes, people will say things like, well, if he wanted me to have it, then he'd give it to me. Really, that's a rejection of the knowledge that he's already done, that he has given it to you. I want you to see that again. It says, whereby we are given unto us exceeding and great and precious promises, that by these we are partakers of the divine nature. You see that? So the Bible says in verse 4, I'm sorry, verse 3 says, according as divine power has given us us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us unto glory and virtue. Verse 4 says, whereby we are given exceeding and great and precious promises. Now, the Bible tells us here that he has given us some things. Now, I want you to listen to something here. The Holy Spirit is your helper. He's your teacher and your guide. He will help you. He will give you understanding. Revelation knowledge will come as you look at the word. And I want you to just examine these scriptures that are before you that's on your screen today that you see right there. I want you to just keep that up there. And read that if you will. Just continually read it over and over as you hear this word. Because it's so important because that is the knowledge of God and that is the truth to you that you have been given exceeding and great. What is exceeding? Well, exceeding means something that is progressive, something that is going forward, something that is moving beyond where you are right now. That means it's exceeding what you already have, what you already know. That doesn't end. That exceeding and great precious promise, you might say, well, life is good, God is good, the things he's given to me are good, I'm satisfied, I'm content. Well, he has exceeding. That means there is something exceeding that which you already know, already have. He's doing an exceedingly great work inside of you and in your life. Never stop growing in the knowledge of God and and expecting the exceeding great precious promises from manifesting in your life. The Holy Spirit, though, is the one that we're going to have to learn how to depend upon. You know, one of the things that is important, I said a minute ago, When people say, well, if God wanted me to have it, he would have given it to me. Oftentimes, that is a cover-up for the lack of knowledge that a person has already rejected. But we need to put ourselves in a teachable place. Instead of just saying, well, if God wanted me to have it, he would have given it to me. Or something like that. Or saying, well, you know, I don't want to ask God for anything. I don't want to be greedy. Or I don't want to uh, believe that there's things that, that, that is beyond what I already have. Or maybe things, and I'm not just talking about material things here. But I'm talking about an understanding, knowledge, favor, blessing, grace, and peace. Things in our life that pertain to life. If you see this again in verse 4, he says, whereby, I'm sorry, in verse 3 it says, according to his divine power, he has given us unto us all things that pertain unto life. All things that pertain unto life. So everything that's pertaining unto life is in the knowledge of God and of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You now the Bible says of Abraham that he believed God. He believed God. When we begin to cover up our lack of knowledge or our, our rejection of knowledge, because we don't want to have participation in developing and growing in that area. We just kind of want to go by the opinions. We want to go by how we feel and how we see God in our own mind without knowledge. Well, that's, that's really pretty pretty silly when you come to think about it. A person that would talk like that and act like that, and just let me just say this, Where is it that we even get the the knowledge of God? It doesn't just come through through a feeling of an experience, but it comes through the knowledge of his word, the truth as it is in Christ. Will it come through uh, having spiritual experiences? Yes, but mostly it's going to come through the knowledge of the word of God that you're receiving, that you're learning, and you're growing in and developing and believing upon. And this is so important today. The Bible says that Abraham believed God Abraham became fully persuaded. How did he do that? Well, he thought and he taught the knowledge that God gave to him according to the promise. He talked talked about it to himself. He spoke it. He thought on it. God gave Abraham a promise and he thought on it until he became fully persuaded. Once he was fully persuaded, the Bible says that God performed. That which he had promised. God performed. I think that goes into understanding as Jesus taught us out of Mark chapter 11, where he said this in verse 23 and 24, where he told his disciples and he taught them how to pray, and he talked to them and told them, he said, If whatsoever, whosoever shall say to this mountain, tell it to be cast into the sea and not doubt in their heart, but believe that those things that they say will come to pass. Well, they will have whatsoever they say. Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. You see, that's the same understanding. Abraham believed God. He believed God according to the promise. He became persuaded of that promise. And so he spoke it. He thought on it. He believed it. And it came to pass. Glory to God. Isn't that something? You see how God works? See, this is how we need to come to an understanding when it comes to embracing the fullness of the promises of God that are in Christ Jesus. The Bible says he's given us everything according to his divine power that pertains unto life and godliness. Life. Which life? Life right now. Life in you. Life to come. The Bible teaches us that everything that God did through Christ Jesus has given us abundance of life now and in the life to come. You know, there's no abundant life without being born again. Because it's not in natural power, but it's in divine power, supernatural power that comes in through when you receive what God has done for you in Christ Jesus. That power has the power to change you spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, and physically. It has power to change your life and it has power to change your eternal life. See, that is so good. But too many people want a comfortable gospel. But you won't find where God does anything with anyone who lives their religious life in a comfortable place without the participation, without the development, without the process of believing without the process of meditating, without the process of speaking, without the process of resisting the devil, without the process of standing firm in faith, you won't find God moving on those kind of people's behalf. You're going to find that God, even Jesus, when he would heal people, he required them to act upon it, and then it was released. He would tell the lame man, he said, okay, you want to be healed? Yes, well, get up. Take up your bed and walk. He would ask for participation. You see, this is so important. Faith calls us into something great and precious. And that comes when you get into the fight, which is by faith. The Bible tells us that we live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Faith calls us into a place of walking, believing God, receiving, embracing those exceeding great and precious promises. And when we do, we begin to see them manifest into our life, into the situations that we have, you know, the Apostle Peter says that God has given us all things, all things, not some things, not a thing. And a lot of a lot of uh, Christians' mind and ideas today that they believe that God given us a thing, not all things that pertain to life, but a thing that pertains to life. Sometimes some believe some things that God has done or will do for us, but not all things. But the Bible even says in Romans, it tells us in chapter 8, verse 32, it tells us that that if God gave his own son, how if he gave him for us to die for us, if he didn't spare his own son, how will he not through him and by him freely give us a thing? Some things? Is that what their Bible says? Is that what you see on your screen today? No. All things. Can you say that with me today? Can you come out of a religious mind for a moment? Can you get out of how you see God and begin to see him as he says he is? And what he has done? Can you say that with me today? That he has given you what? All things. Say it again. All things. What All things. Everything that pertains to life and godliness. This life and the life to come. Oh, glory to God. You know, how do we get into this place? The Bible says these are exceeding great and precious promises. You know, James chapter 1 verse 12 says, Blessed is a man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. So what temptation was James talking about? Well, he said it a few verses above. In James 1, 2, and 4, he says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You see, oftentimes, when we want to live in a comfortable Place, we don't want to have to put up the fight. We don't want to have to stand in the place and allow faith to work and let patience to work to receive the lacking of nothing. The place in which the Bible says all things, the exceeding great and precious promises will come to pass. See, the Bible tells us that your faith is going to be tested by what you see because you're in this world and the God of this world. And the system of this world comes, tries to rise against and say, you can't have it. But it's much weaker than with the promise and the covenant that you have. But we are called to believe in that covenant. If you believed in the world system, you'd do the world system. And all you're going to get out of the world system is what the world can give you. And really, they're not going to give you anything. They will enslave you and take take from you. They're not there to give you anything. But listen to me. God has given us exceeding great and precious promises. Why? Because he loves you. He loves you. He's not just loving you to get something. No, he loved you, so he gave and did not even spare his own son that he might freely give you life, not just now, but life also eternal, life to live today in abundance of blessing, of peace, of grace, and everything that grace can provide in your business today, in your life today, in your family today. There's so many good and great and precious promises given us to as believers. Why? Because the Bible says you are the head and not the tail. You are above only and you're not beneath. You are blessed coming in and you're blessed going out. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. You're blessed in your storehouse. You are the blessed of God. Don't let the devil tell you any different. Don't let him try to put you in a box and try to conform you through the pressure of the, in the knowledge of this world to try to get you to begin to think differently uh, that is different according to the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ because you have been given great and precious promises. The world hasn't been given great and precious promises. No, those who believe, those who have received that which is from God, the world has to rely upon the world. But we rely upon God and we can fully put our trust in him. For greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. Listen, you are, you're going to see God move supernaturally in this season and time greater than ever before. But we have to come to a place that we will embrace. The love of God and the promises of God, the love he has for us. If he didn't spare his own son, how will he not by him freely give you all things? You need to change the way you think about yourself and about what you are called to do and how you're going to enter into tomorrow. When you come in tomorrow, you need to come in tomorrow with your head held high, your heart open, your hand ready to prosper. Whatever you put your mind to, your hand to, you need to see that the exceeding great and precious promises are coming your way that your bills are paid, that your debts are retired, that you have sufficiency in all things, that you have an abundance for every good work, that when you release a word out of your mouth, it's not stopping at the at your lips. It's not stopping in, at the walls and your ceiling. No, it's going out and it's going into the realm of the Spirit and it's going to change. Even your enemies will have peace with you. You're going to find that God's going to move things out of your way for there is a wind that's blowing. It's the wind of the Spirit of God and the Word of God inside of the mouth of a believer who will man up, woman up, and begin to speak the truth as it is in Christ. Come on, today we need to embrace the promises of God. You see, God honors those who stands and fights in faith for what he purchased with the blood of Jesus Christ. For you to have now in this life and in the life which is coming sooner than many realize Peter goes on to tell us that through these you may be partakers of that divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. You know, the believer must learn to embrace the promises of God. You have to fight for that attitude. You're going to have to have the right attitude. You're going to have to get in the attitude. That's going to bring you into an altitude, into that higher place concerning the promises of God. the Bible says love is the king law, the highest law, the love God has for you, which he provided all these things for you, and the love that that comes out of you. Love is not a doormat, it's not a pushover, it is confident in God. We love the world, so we give them the ability to to be freed and to be changed by giving them the gospel. And we love one another because we're brothers and sisters. We're the sons and daughters of the Most High God. And therefore, we cover one another with love. When we have a dispute, we humble ourselves before God. We do not lie against the truth. And we come and we say, you know, I'm going to make this right. Because I serve a God who loves you, and because you are that child of God, I will fulfill that which I have spoken. I will do the very best that I can, and I will love you. You know, the Bible teaches us to forgive one another, to love one another, that we should not lie, that we should not steal, and we should not lie against the truth. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.